It's time for Talking Tauntauns! Your Star Wars source at AIPTcomics.com Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tauntauns. I am Jim Lahane and with me, like a Padawan moving on to a master... Ready to? I don't know where I'm going with where this. Where are you going, Jim? Yeah, Nicole Harview. Hi, it's me. What's up? Didn't know where that was going, but I, I liked know. it. I, I, I like I, the enthusiasm. Yes, I, I every 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 week I pause and I try to come up with something on the moment, and it doesn't happen. And this time it came out in words and still didn't happen. So we're, yeah, we're get, it's we're like you got closer. halfway there. So next time, next time you'll get it over the line. We'll get over the line <laughs> eventually, and with us. Not JJ again. Still, still in the waiting game for JJ. Uh, we wish him. We wish him all the luck. He's uh, he's getting close to the wire. But we have Nick Nafliotis joining us. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, good. How are you doing, Nick? I'm great. I'm uh, enjoying Obi Wan Kenobi just like y'all. So I'm excited to talk about it today. It's been it's been okay. <clears throat> It's a little, little, little rough there sometimes, you know. If you're Obi Wan, having your face yeah, rubbed tough. through fire. Yeah, like, that's never a good day. He's happens. having a rough time. I'm yeah. enjoying it, but he's not. Yeah. No, he's having a bad day. Several bad days in a row. Just rough time to be Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, adoptive father to you know small <laughs> child has no idea what he's doing. Just an old crotchety man, disgruntled old dad. That's what Obi Wan is. On Father's Day, you find mm-hmm. a child, mm-hmm. and apparently you're a father now. That's that's my favorite. My favorite Star Wars trope is just like hesitant, disgruntled dad, like the Mandalorian. <laughs> Obi-Wan, the entire Bad Batch. That's it. That's Vader. what we're doing now. Yeah. Well, Vader's not a dad. He's a father. He's not a dad. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, the relationship's not the same. I don't, I don't know. Like, not I, the I, same. I can see him like <laughs> playing catch. He had that the uncomfortable discussions with Leia. I don't know about all that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, just, I just pictured from Toy Story 2... Buzz Lightyear and Emperor's are playing catch because <laughs> that's what yeah. that is. Um, so thanks for that image in my brain. Force pulling the ball in a curve. Yes. Make the kid think that they're a better pitcher than they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> now, you know, it's been really interesting for me to watch. My my wife um, has been watching Obi-Wan Kenobi with me. And you know, everyone talks up their spouse. But if I mean, I, I, I'm OK saying it. If you ever see pictures of my wife, like when I spammed, the uh our discord with pictures i i married way out of my league i know it part of the reason for that is my wife is a nerd like me now here's the thing she's more fantasy based like mm. she can remember whole plot points from he-man and she-ra i don't know so she watches Star there's Wars. plot points in he-man i know i'm i'm blown away <laughs> she remembers whole story arcs i'm like what um i you know i'm watching this with and, and she watches Star Wars with me and she watches like the mandalorian uh in the way that i watch star trek with people when they show it to me and i'm like oh that was fun yeah that was good i have no desire to dive into the franchise and become obsessed but yeah i'll I'll recognize that was fun it has been the opposite with obi-wan um in fact usually she doesn't care if i watch something before her i learned that the hard way i watched an episode before her thinking that was okay and she's like you watched it without me and like well i'm sorry she goes 
well, you know, we're supposed to watch this together. I'm like, I, it was Star Wars. I thought you'd be fine. I don't mind watching it again. She goes, well, you need to wait for me next time. I was like, oh, God. She's been really into it. And it's been interesting. I asked her, I said, why do you think this is, this is coming from someone who's a casual Star Wars fan? And she said she thinks it's because, like, for instance, when she watched The Mandalorian, she really liked uh, Bo-Katan. She loved that character, thought that. But there were all these things about Bo-Katan's history and stuff like that that she didn't know that I was filling her in. She feels like she's in that position now watching this. You know, she really liked episode three as a, you know, when she was, when it came out a long time ago. And like, for instance, one of her favorite things about this is Reva and the way Reva mirrors Anakin a lot with the, her impulsiveness and her anger uh, and stuff driving her. And that's like it's something she really likes. Or she, you know, seeing Order 66 in the temple from a different perspective she's getting as a casual fan to pick up all these little Easter eggs and stuff. You know, it's that, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where like, I know, you know, pointing at the screen <laughs> stuff. She's having those moments. And plus she just loves the story. She feels a lot more connected to the story yeah. than I've ever seen her. And she is really, I mean, and usually when we watch Star Wars, I'll kind of see her playing on the iPad and stuff and looking up and playing. She is locked in the whole Obi-Wan episode. And it's been interesting watching that, you know, and I, I think that's, that's, maybe a way a lot because you know for us people like us who are here star wars nerds we're finding all these rebels and clone wars references and stuff but this movie is so heavily based on a i'm sorry this series is so heavily based on a movie that everyone saw mm -hmm. that it connects a little better i don't know if i'm making sense there but my yeah. my wife has really enjoyed it from that perspective it's accessible in a way that some other star wars stuff is not i think um yeah which it, is great, but it's also just the best time in the world to be a prequel fan. Like I, I said to Jim, I was gonna burst out into song. I'm not. It's too early for that crap, man. <laughs> but vindicated by Dashboard Confessional, like I am right. I swear I'm right. I swear I knew it all along. Like that's me right now with this series. A with this episode. Like we've been Jim and I have been calling stuff since like episode one and we were like that's coming later that's gonna come later that's gonna happen later that's gonna happen and it all happened in episode five and i was just like i love it when i'm right you know it's it's just a good time to like this this little baby era of star wars to be a prequel fan and see this is you know it's just a little extra special you know yeah. just a little oh, yeah. i feel like seen you know i feel mm -hmm. seen in a way i haven't before um by this, the Disney Plus shows, you know, especially the live action ones. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's a good time. It's a good time to be me right now, y'all. Yeah. All right. So I think with that, we'll, uh, we have no news this week. So we'll actually get into the episode mm -hmm. uh, a, a little bit. Let's get into it. Obi Wan. Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi! Kenobi, where is he? Come on. We start off the episode finding out the title of the episode, and you were right, Nicole. It was part five. Hey, love when I'm right. <laughs> love to be right. I listen, bold, bold. bold part was, six is coming next. Like, whoa, whoa. I know, it's I know. Going I'm pushing out a it now. Bit. Yeah. I'm pushing it now. I'm like, I've been right so many times that I'm like, let's just up the ante a little bit. Let's get weird. I'm but, gonna but, say well, they're gonna six. they're gonna throw something <laughs> off and it'll be vi. So I think. I feel oh that, well, yeah, that's yeah, that's like, what it, I meant. It, the Roman numeral. Like, yeah, yeah, but think? like it's gonna be a little. They're gonna like 
play it a little weird. Like, yeah. Instead of just calling it six, it'll be the VI, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? I can, yeah. I can agree with that. Jesus we're gonna have, Murphy. And we're going to have a whole hour of this. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> These are the jokes. These are the bits. We Bits, bits, bits forever. Like, Lord. Go on, Jim. <laughs> so we return Obi-Wan to Jabim after he escaped. I don't even remember where he was. Um, oh, that's right. He, he escaped with Castle Leia. Inquisitorius or whatever the heck. Yes, the 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 Fortress Inquisitorius castle. There it is. Um, castle Inquisitorius. Gone. <laughs> that's a different. That's a video game. Um, yeah. Well, Castle well, Vader is what I was like. Ah, oh, uh, Vader. Go on, Jim. Jesus. So we we <laughs> we rescued Leia at the end of the last episode, but they're being tracked by Lola. Oh, Lola. That made me sad. Um. I did laugh when Lola attacked Leia. Uh, I will <laughs> tell you what. I like that the name is Lola because of the Weird Al song, Yoda, which is based, based off of on the song Lola. Lola. So it's just like <laughs> just circles, connection. just synchronicities and circles, and it's all coming back around. And So I like Lola's name just because of that. So we, we arrive on Jabim along with a lot of the other path refugees i assume that they would be because uh, mm-hmm. they, they obviously the people running the path are there but i think it's mostly the refugees that are in, in with the with the um, people running the path but intermixed with this we have something we called out a clone wars actually pre-clone wars flashback mm-hmm. i mm, mm. Go, yeah we could talk about that for 20 minutes just that i got so much to say about that I'm not going to talk for 20 minutes about it, but I could. The point but, is I could. <laughs> but we also have other flashbacks that we also call. Yes, just calling flashbacks. Of Reva's flashbacks. Smart. Of which oh. we said specifically we would find out about Reva's past. We knew mm-hmm. that because the show is building up towards it. She keeps mentioning it. We see that here. We see her flashback. We understand her plot points, various things that people were calling out on the internet. Like, that doesn't make sense. Why does she know Anakin's name? Whole plot point here. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. All explained here. It's almost like they're telling a story. (laughs) Almost. And it wasn't done yet. And it's still not done yet. But I, I I think we've hit the major hump where yes. we're just oh, on the god we're in falling action yeah we're, we're just like right at the climax and falling action we're there we've gone like, we're up here we're gonna yes go on i don't think we have anything left that is like that doesn't make sense in the previous no. episodes like, i think we're like in smooth sailing from here well exactly. and i will say i saw some people say that they weren't i wrote an article on this yeah i saw some people say they weren't sure still like well wait but the the grand inquisitor got stabbed like okay Darth Maul got cut in half. You know, Vader got all three, you know, three limbs cut off and stuff. Four. Dark side, yeah. Or sorry, four, yeah. I said, uh, and plus, I mean, Rupert Friend, it's, it's such a plot point that Rupert Friend, when he was being interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel, brought it up that uh, his race, you know, the Grand Inquisitor, they have two stomachs, and he was stabbed right there. You, uh, The um, Powens. Yeah, yeah, as two stomachs. And I mean, he brought it up. He didn't have to be prompted. He goes, my race has two stomachs. So obviously, this has been discussed. Now, this is the one yeah. thing in the episode I'm like, there might be some people who are casual fans that might miss that. But I think for most of us, we were like, 
Oh yeah, dark side, anger, two stomachs. He's good. <laughs> yeah, it's that I. We were talking about this before, uh, Jim and I, but it's just like Qui Gon standing somewhere, going like, "All oh, y'all surviving, like just getting stabbed by a lightsaber, and I'm out here dead." Like we've got two people in this episode who just get stabbed. Reva's been stabbed twice from my reading of this episode. The Vader stabbed her little butt in the, and and she lived through that. Is did what you, I did, was. I wasn't sure. I don't know if it's literal. I haven't decided yet if that because was like she a literal said flashback. She, yeah, because she said like she fear laid, flashback. She said she laid down and played dead yeah. with the other kids and felt them right. go cold. Right. And it was one of those. And then you see like when Vader stabs her in current yeah. time. You see a similar situation when she's a kid, and I. You're right. right. It's one of those I, like. It's question. Did she get stabbed as a kid? Or? I think that I think that was more supposed to be like a like a symbolic kind of her Could him be. hack. Yeah, I didn't feel like Could that be. was him getting her directly as a kid. But she's lived through it once for I, sure. Here, well, well she's, lived, she ain't dying. She's, yet. She, well, she's, she's not, dying, not dying, but dying we're not yet. we're not through the lived stage yet. Listen, <laughs> she's making it longer than Qui Gon did, so that's interesting. And then the Grand Inquisitor and Qui Gon's just like, really, y'all? Like, really? It, fine. Okay, I guess that's all right. We could just act like this is normal. And he's just pissed in the corner. Um, but yeah, I, I, of course we knew he was coming back. Like from the interviews, like you said, and from everything, the everything about it, people yelling that like this show is breaking canon. I'm like, watch the show, you stupid idiot. Just watch the show. It'll be fixed by the end of this. Just, just watch the show. People, mm, this is gonna be my calling, like my my catchphrase throughout the all of this show, always. And by this show, I mean the podcast. Watch media the literacy, uh, <laughs> like media yeah. literacy, basic uh, media. Now, to be fair, literacy. But it's it has been broken, but it's normally been to extended media. This, if and we all knew they weren't gonna break canon, but if they mm. had broken canon, this would have been the first time that a show had been directly just. That I can think of, they right. it would like, it would literally make no sense to take correct. a character from another show and then kill that character when that show takes place after this show. It, it it's just a fallacy. It, literally, especially since do it. They built everything on Rebels. Every right. Star Wars TV show out there now is based on Rebels. Correct. Everyone. It's like the Bible. Yeah. It's just. They could break canon in other plays or contradict things that I could be like, all right, I don't love it, but I'll let it go. This would have been ridiculous. I mean, bringing, I love him, but bringing Darth Maul back is stupid. Yeah. I love it, but it's stupid. Do I, am I like, this is the best? Yes, of course. But like, they weren't going to do something like that. It's just. I actually never yeah, had a problem with them bringing Maul back in the Clone Wars because when oh, I don't I, have a problem with it, but it's like as a storyteller, oh, as a yeah. writer, it's dumb. Well, like <laughs> it's dumb, but the, I like it at the time. Like, um, it was in the middle of Legends, uh, the Legends continuity. I'd read all the books and comics and everything, and the show itself really uh, put a strain on continuity because you mm -hmm. dropped an entire um, plot point of Anakin having a Padawan after you wrote three years of comics and books where Anakin does not have a uh, Padawan and right. you staged everything out to the day a lot of times between 
um, episode two and three for the Clone right. Wars. So it really put a, um, a stress on the continuity, but then they drop in Darth Maul. What's the one thing about Darth Maul that doesn't stress continuity? He was already dead. Bringing him <laughs> back... Literally not a problem because he's not in any other material, nor did they ever try to put him in right. any other material. So it's right, like, right, right. oh, you have a literally a free character just to put wherever you want, and yeah. it works. And I'm like, good, let's do it. Yeah, it's listen. The, Star Wars has a very interesting relationship with canon. The point is, there's a line that they won't cross, and that would have been it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just like it just felt good still to see like. Okay, there he is. Like, you know, and uh, yeah, eh. like that actor wouldn't have been doing interviews about this show if he was in one episode and died. Like, it just isn't a thing that they'd be doing. So anyway, I was just pleased that this guy just like came through, just like basically swung open a curtain and was like, hey, bitch, like you, you really thought you really thought and just like took his little badge like the absolute I love, he, that ass sneer, he is that sneer he goes grand inquisitor and <laughs> so it, I was like good. oh jeez so yeah. good I was like where's Lucius Malfoy now like damn <laughs> it was so it was so good I haven't heard Rupert Friend I, I don't think I've seen him in anything else I don't Pride know what, and Prejudice like, is the only thing I've seen him in okay That's do, it. What's, he do sucks. you know his accent is his does he do He's a different English. Does he do a different voice in this show, though? It's because, slightly different. Yeah, uh, it's it's still an English I accent, love but there's the way 17 English accents. So I love the way he yeah. talks in this show. It's mm-hmm. a- absolutely riveting. When he's given yeah. his whole speech at the beginning, that's all I could ever think about now about this show is his speech in the uh, the Wendy's. Um, <laughs> so this is the Wendy's. Wait, what? No, it's in the like the cantina or whatever where he's just like going off about Jedi oh. and how they hunt themselves and it's just like, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> it was a meme going around. I had seen oh, it after Nicole so mentioned good. it last time. Uh, so yes, it's a, <sighs> but that's a, all I can think of. Is the Jedi Order is like an itch, and I'm like, I have an itch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you. Um, no, he's definitely like doing his best jason isaac's impression and it's Mm -hmm. not fantastic it's fine it's passable but it's i would from my understanding of him from my very limited contact with him um he has an english accent but it's a different english accent you know what i mean like the english accent is very specific to regions and i can't identify most of them i know he's not from like manchester or liverpool like that those i know um but it's a slightly different English accent. So yeah, he's doing a, an accent. It's like us doing like a, I don't know, Midwestern accent or something like that. You know what I mean? It's a just, boot? No, that's sure. Canadian. Canadian, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just regional. <clears throat> All right. So let's bring it back. We find a couple of our friends have come back, including Camille Nanjiani. Who I do really like his character. He's and, so great. Um, I, I again, I don't remember his name. They called him out Haja? a few times. Is it Hodge? Ta- Ta- Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking I, it up. Okay, yeah, you're right. I, I, I misheard it when he said, but based on like the subtitles, it did look like Haja. Um, I, I love him and as a, I love his character, and I think he's doing great with that, uh, especially when he plays babysitter and then completely fumbles the ball and drops the uh, Haja. The, uh, 
H-A-J-A, Haja. Haja, okay. And, and, then, and then drops the, the communicator. <laughs> Very good. He's, he's great in everything. Like, I've never had a complaint about that actor. Ever. I don't think I've seen um, any complaints about him either. either. He's great. No, yeah. Like, he's just universally liked, unless you're, you know. I've always liked to stand up, so. He's very funny. He's a very yeah. funny guy. And a good actor, so that's that's always nice. <clears throat> I still need to watch. I think he's in um, the Eternals. New... Eternals, yeah, I still haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, he's great in Eternals. I really liked Eternals. Different conversation. I saw it, like, three times in theaters. Okay. Just so you know. Well, I, I just, was that into it. I, I'm behind on the, the Marvel movies, and we skipped mm-hmm. um, a couple, and we just watched uh, Shang-Chi last night. Shang-Chi. <laughs> he literally has an entire conversation on how to pronounce his name, and I still yes, can't he does. get it right. Yes, Shang-Chi. <laughs> Great. I liked it. I like this phase of Marvel, but again, different. Different conversation. conversation. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we are we are here. Lola sabotages everyone from getting away. The I gotta fi- tell you, I love that a when Leia discovers that Lola's like weird. Um, she doesn't bat an eye. She's just like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Grabs her out of the air and is like, "Ah, a restraining bolt," and just rem- like it's two seconds. Like Leia doesn't hesitate. Leia's just like not scared at all of this. Just like hunk of metal coming at her with like red lights and stuff. She's like, "What the hell is this?" When she's and she just literally deals with trapped it. in this tiny box yeah. attached to the wall. She's well, just. I- deals with it it's great it's I so love before that she would when they said what happened she goes i'm gonna need a ladder it just starts walking mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that part so like, good <laughs> you know like she doesn't this girl doesn't hesitate and it's like i've said it before on the show i've said it i've said it many times this little girl is so good like she is yeah. such a good actor what is her name she is so talented she is she understands leia so well Vivian Lyra Blair is yeah. her name. She is so good. And I I just think like she deserves so much praise for being as young as she is and so skillful and having such a handle. It's it's a also a testament to the directing and the writing, right? But she is so she is such a mastery of the character of Leia. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant and lovely to see. I think they did like the writing on this episode was really smart because mm-hmm. this is not this episode is entirely not about her, but right. they gave her a storyline in this episode that was impactful, mm-hmm. didn't push her off into the side corner, but still let her do something that resulted in um, the plot right. moving forward. Right. Yes. She had an effect on the episode, even though it wasn't about her. And that's so important to not sideline your main characters. You know, I feel like there's a couple times Obi-Wan has kind of just been like put over here for a second on the show, but like for a second and then he's right back into it. So I, I appreciate that even when these characters are not the primary focus of a moment or a scene or whatever, they are still working in the background doing something that matters. And the fact that they didn't let Leia be an exception to that, even though she's like 10, um, is great. You know, going back to the writing of the episode too, one thing I thought was that we kind of take for granted, I thought was sort of brilliant was, I mean, that whole 
intermittent flashback as it as it paralleled events of the story with the with the mm-hmm. lightsaber training was great but you know you think about it and that line that anakin said in episode three you know like obi-wan is holding me back i could be there's really never a support for that except for anakin's anger and this scene gave i mean still we know as rational people opening what was holding him back teaching him a good lesson but you got that reinforced so well um mm-hmm. you know you really got to see obi-wan you know, being not a harsh teacher, but being, you know, a very blunt, you know, you're, this is why you're not going to succeed at what you're doing. This is why you're not, and and Anakin getting frustrated with that. And we didn't necessarily get to see that in that sort of situation um, in any of the movies. I mean, if you think about it, there was never a moment where, you know, he, he was like, no, you're not doing this well enough again, do this again. You know, it was more always kind of referenced. And we really got to see, I, I almost wish they could somehow go back and, implant the scene you know at some point in the movies in our collective conscious watching because i think i think it just makes episode two and three that much better well uh, speaking of that scene since we're going there now i'm gonna bring it up now nicole and i i mentioned it before the episode um in a new hope uh vader says to obi-wan when last we met you were the master and i was but the learner or or something like that that. Mm -hmm. um that is explained in this episode not outright but through um the the context of the episode when they are dueling after so this, um, also the placement of this is very important it's immediately after vader rips apart the ship but the, or the decoy ship actually yeah, he rips so apart good. the decoy ship and the other ship gets away immediately after that we get this part of the flashback where they are done with their duel Obi-Wan is looking at Anakin. He says, you're a great warrior, Anakin, but you need, but your need to prove yourself is your undoing. Mm-hmm. And he says, until you overcome it, a Padawan you will still be. Right. Meaning you are still the learner at this time because you have not overcome your need to prove it. So that is mm-hmm. where Vader is still the learner at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And so, so at some point he overcomes that after this. But that's where, in A New Hope, when he says, I was but the learner, he realizes that he is still the learner. Because he's the right. one seeing these visions, not Obi-Wan. Or they, right, right, they... right, right, right. Yeah, that's interesting. It definitely is a not ham-fisted way to make it make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which I appreciate. It's a little layered. It's a little complex. I do want to say that that moment with the decoy ship, it's one of my favorite things with Vader because he has no facial expression. Anytime he's just standing there watching something happen, you can kind of just apply emotions to him a little bit just because. And like every time like there's a ship, like it's just like him just sitting there going, ah, damn it. <laughs> just a little defeated, like, ah, darn it. <laughs> and I just hear it in my head every time. It's just like, it's so funny to me. Um, but yeah, also about the flashback scene, I appreciate that they didn't completely de-age my boy Hayden Christensen. Like, still a little campy and like a little stupid that he looks like he does now. <laughs> maybe a little enhanced. Maybe they did something to his face, but not enough so, to like get it's... rid of his crow's feet. And it's just like, yeah, that's clearly like 10 years older Hayden Christensen, but we're just going to let this go. And I love that they, they just let that be. And like... I just love it. I love that I got to see him as he is for the most part, 
just like have this scene and like it doesn't I don't care like that it's not exactly what he looked like at that point in time like I don't care that he looks like he's 35 or 40 and he's supposed to be like 16 I don't care it's fine it's also like, we got the mullet the mullet it's so was good the mullet oh, the oh, mullet yes. oh. so good it's also Approved. um like I said, it's also Invader's head, so you can kind of play it on there. And it's also, yeah. like I, I had mentioned that I it looked weird. Anakin looked weird, yeah. but I think it was the fact that they're on a blue-green screen. Probably. And I think that's what that it is. And that effect, putting them on that, altered like the lighting, made the lighting Probably, because Obi-Wan weird. didn't look 100% right either. Especially Neither when we it. first see Obi-Wan there. You look yeah. at him, you go, what is going on with your hair? What well, it's our favorite mullet. It's but, the best mullet. But it looks super weird the first time they see him. When yeah. they go back to it, he looks fine. It's yeah. just that su- the parting is super weird that first yeah. time. Like Also, first time we've seen Coruscant in a TV show. Is it? I believe so. A live action TV show? Yeah. Because obviously... Well, yeah. Rather words, yeah. First live yeah. action. Yeah. Interesting. I guess, yeah, it would be because we've it only had be, yeah. the Mandalorian is in Book of yeah. Boba Fett. Um, yeah, those they are... haven't been to Coruscant yet. No. Yeah. Interesting. We've, um, have we been to Tatooine yet in live action? You know what? I don't know. I can't, I don't recall <laughs> ever, ever seeing that sand nonsense. I, I, you know, I don't know. Not sure. Not sure about that. Lucasfilm's just going to buy Tunisia at this point. They're like, you know what? It'll just save us money in the long run if we own this country. Stop (laughs) buying permits and buy the country. Where did they film Naboo? Where is that? Uh, Lots of different places. I know the castle is in Italy. Okay, I'm going to Italy. Yeah, you're right. Well, not castle. The palace. The palace is in Italy. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where the Those various, fields, you know, yeah. the ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where the various other guys go frolic, are. you know, anyway, yeah. different, different conversation again. But, um, yeah, I loved, I love the flashback. I kind of love that it was like throughout the whole episode. Cause like at first, when it first like panned away from the flashback, I was like, do not tell me that that's it. Like, do not tell me. And then they kept going back. Like I got just serotonin just serotonin throughout the whole episode when a lot of terrible things are happening to have that to just be like by the way here you go like little gift little brain gift you know when we're losing like our girl tala you know in the most spectacular way like what a death that was also crap drop your vindication song here called that tala wasn't making it out alive oh she's right i'm right it's the best by the way, you know, I said how my wife is becoming a Star Wars fan. This is how I can tell. My wife's watching that moment. She's like, no, no, no. And does it. And then after the explosion, she goes, why'd you hold the detonator up? I'm <laughs> like, you're becoming a Star Wars fan. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maximize blast impact. If you, well, there you go. she could have thrown it, but it, yeah. at this point, like, really didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cinematics. She, I, I, I love, 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 love that droid, the loader droid. Such a good yeah. droid. As he protected her as yeah. he was dying. Oh. Yeah. Just a, what a, what a like, how they take this droid that is supposed to not be able to communicate. Or it's like, dumb. Like they literally any, said. Uh, you know, yeah. It's just not the brightest, not an emotional droid if droids well we kind of accept that droids have emotions right in this world so like this droid that's just supposed to be function and that's it 
still has the capacity to sacrifice himself or itself or themselves in some way that is just so beautiful and i loved it i loved the just like little subtlety of like it didn't have to say anything it still was able to communicate that's what I feelings. Yeah, you know? I caught that on the rewatch a lot. Like you, you kind of realize what it's doing, but it's just the subtleness of it's literally blocking her. Like not that she can't yeah. fight, but it's blocking the stormtroopers from her, and like mm-hmm. they entirely the purpose of what it's doing. And it, it just kind of as it slumps over, it just kind of does a better job at, at protecting her. And yeah. then yeah, we I got a K two S O moment, but with no dialogue. It worked without right. any dial. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. I, if I could sum up this one episode, maybe the whole show. I can't say that until I see the last episode, of course. But if there is one word for this and the show so far, but especially this episode, it's finesse. The, the everything is just done with such care and such finesse, and and so expertly. And it's it's kind of ridiculously impressive. You know, it's just everything is so precise Deborah and so Ch- well done. Deborah, Deborah Chow. Chow is a champion. She yeah. is. She's it, the best. This show is amazing. I said it last week that I, I, I had no hesitations about this show. I, yeah. I felt like the show was going in the right track and I 100% believed it was going to stick the landing. And then everyone watched this last episode and went, this episode was great. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm glad everybody else is catching up to where I like have been mm-hmm. feeling about this show. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. And I what, saw a lot of this episode fixed the show sentiment, and I'm like, no. No, this episode was a result. Yeah. But yeah, yeah this, that frustrated the hell out of me. I was With like, those, you know, you don't. Yeah. If but, it, it's oh. the. It's the crux of it. It's like, this is what we were leading up to. It didn't fix anything. This is what it is. This is the show. But what you were saying about your your wife really enjoying the show, it's a a lot of the same reasons that I really enjoy the show is it's not a Filoni-verse heavily laden with characters from every witch where the Mandalorian was so inundated that second season with just random characters that they're like, you need to know their backstory. And uh, even if you yeah. don't know their backstory, you're you're kind of getting like you're getting them thrown at you anyway. There's right. no extraneous characters in this episode. Like there's nobody just randomly thrown right. in here. Yeah. Or like, if they I are, it's mind... a nice it's a nice Easter egg. Like in the yeah. in the cell underneath and you saw that jet oh I can't remember his name now. The Jedi from Clone Wars. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, Corrin. Uh, uh, Quinlan. Yeah. No, not Quinlan. Not um, Quinlan. Who was down in the... The one who was in the tomb. Yeah. The Jedi oh, Master. We oh, looked up his name last uh, week. Terra Sinube. Yes. Yeah. 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 They had nice Easter eggs, but nothing Came that back. was... Yeah, nothing that was vital, and that was a, that was that was the one time I got to you know do the thing that I've been doing Mandalorian. My wife was like, "Who is that?" And I was like, "Oh, well, that was oh, you know." <laughs> so, but other than that, yeah, there was dice Easter eggs, but nothing that threw you off plot wise. You didn't have to have all well, that. Well, he was really like we we talked about it heavily last week. He was really the only one that I've seen actually from something else. Like you had all these other characters who were just bodies um yeah. really and so he didn't need to be anybody he had no plot point he was han solo hanging on the wall of jabba's palace like he was like a, a wall ornament yeah pretty much i uh, listen with the feloni verse and all of that it doesn't bother me but that's because like 
I it's accessible to me. I understand it being like an issue of accessibility. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like this is so much more together and like not isolated, but it kind of, I mean, there's no like breathtaking starstruck like cameos except for wade of course like my god what a guy he got called up in the recap Again. and i'm like yes wade <laughs> I was like what is going on <laughs> like did they know did they know that we would all be like wade when like they made this like when did they edit that this week like the recap yeah <laughs> like what? <laughs> when did they do that so I was like, they're going to do it. Like, they're going to drop that line and I'm going to scream. And I did. It was so funny to me. I listen, Our post on Twitter, Wade, I wrote hashtag, this one's for you, Wade. I listen, <laughs> just the funniest crap. I love when Star Wars fans, in a positive way, pick one thing, like Max Rebo. Like, and we're just all just like, that's the guy. And, and we just lose our minds over it in the, like, most wholesome funny way that i love when it's the opposite and we're just like people are attacking stuff in a negative way and it's stupid the like just antithesis of that is what i like about this fandom that we could just be like wade yes and everybody's (laughs) on board with wade everyone's like yeah okay (laughs) fine (laughs) it's just the stupidest i love it but but for real though they're really not uh there's there's some like really great actors obviously on this show but no one that i'm like taken out of the story seeing and i feel like when you've got like a cad bane cameo in book of boba fett that's that's all we're talking about it's become the cad bane show yeah and he was in and he was barely in that episode when we like talked a ton about him well, we know that Boba Fett was hardly in his own show. <laughs> and Ooh. like I said, exactly. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You should not have a show named a thing and then by the end of it, you're like, that was the wrong name for the thing. This is 100% the Obi-Wan show. I don't care who who you are, what you have to say about it. Like, this is his show. Yeah. 100%. You could add a little Vader subtitle here but like it's, it's implied actually like, it is his show <laughs> boba fett was not that because literally we spent two episodes away from him but like literally there were so many other characters that we were concerned about it's not his show this is still even though we we care about what's going on with uh reva we care about what's going on with vader and leia and all these people it's still obi-wan at the heart of it and i think that that means that it is functioning a little bit better or a lot of bit better, even though I enjoyed Book of Boba Fett than Book of Boba Fett did. Okay. And I think that it's a it's a huge step up whether you liked Book of Boba Fett or not. You know, it's just objectively better. <laughs> you know? now, I'll tell you one thing that's frustrated me that I've seen some people interpret is Reva's actions. They said, oh, she's actually good. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, Lord, no. No, no she's still dark. So she's purely motivated by revenge. It's still on the dark side. She her her goals might have aligned up with Kenobi for a while, but she is still definitely on the dark side. Yeah, she and wanted you to kill bring Vader. Up, yeah, you bring up something really important that I think was so smart. And I hate to always drop the as a writer thing, but as someone who's actually like studied the craft, right? Like 
I have a degree <laughs> that's like, hey, she knows how to do this. I'm sorry, but I have to bring it up once I in a while. I have a degree, too. I paid for the damn thing. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it, okay? Um, but this double reveal is really, really smart because you think you've heard the twist when you know Reva's been going after Vader this whole time. And she's kind of like a former fallen Jedi that is like kind of undercover just to get vader like she doesn't really care about the inquisitor situation she just wants to get vader and that's it right so we think that's the reveal that's the reveal that's your twist for the episode that is that's it a reveal right but like this is a great like little tool to be like i'm gonna reveal this other thing right so that when i reveal this bigger thing going on you're gonna be more shocked because you are subconsciously like, okay, that was the twist. There's another one. And that twist is that Vader knew the whole time. And that is brilliant. That was just such, again, finesse. We love we love the little just like precise movements of this plot and dialogue and everything. It was just stunning to me. Stunning to me. Because I was like, my guard was down. I was like, okay, I know what this is now. And then all of a sudden he's like, Haha, fun fact, <laughs> I know, and I'm going to take your lightsaber, I'm going to snap it in half, and I'm going to hand you one of them, because this is going to be a fair fight, damn it. Oh. And I loved everything about that scene, and that moment between Reva and Vader was stunning. Just chef's kiss oh, yeah. stunning to me. And then I, I love the the fight, you know, we... A lot of times we joke how the first lightsaber fight between Kenobi and, and uh, Vader in Episode Four looks so <laughs> bad compared, but this one kind of bridged it in my in my opinion a little bit because he's not as acrobatic as what we saw in Clone Wars and all this. But yeah. he's just sitting there. I mean, just the way it was choreographed, the way that Debra Child like shot it. You know, for for half the fight, he's not even using a lightsaber, just just toying with her and barely moving. To do it yeah. in such a powerful way. I mean, it doesn't completely bridge it. The, the Obi Wan and and, uh, and Vader lightsaber fight in Episode Four still looks a little ridiculous. But to me, yeah. it, for me at least, maybe just me, it helped bridge that. You know, he's not yeah. a backer, but he's doing all. He's just so powerful. Just uh, nope, I'm going to move you here. No, nope, you can keep trying all your weird fancy moves. I'm just going to. I mean, just you, you felt that. You know, he's like, yeah. oh, this guy is so powerful. He doesn't need to do any of that. So I wanna, I, I do wanna go back to the the big reveal of Riva, but since we're talking about the lightsaber fight, I, I'll I'll focus on that right now. I during my rewatch, I, I watched the second half this morning. I am in amazement of Moses Ingram. She is fully fully on board with this lightsaber fight. She is throwing mm-hmm. it all in there. She's using all of her emotions, but she also needs to stop the lightsaber. Because Vader force pushes it. So, like, think of it as an actor. You obviously can't fully swing because, like, in, in the normal lightsaber fights, you have another lightsaber to kind of hit up against. So you kind of mm-hmm. use yeah. that as your force. She has to fully swing and stop in mid-motion repeatedly. And, mm-hmm. like, and like she, like, oh, she, she does so good. And then at the the end, like you're right, like Vader breaks the lightsaber in half and tosses her to the one hand, like, yeah, come on, let's do this. And then mm-hmm. the I laughed out loud because it is so amazing when he loses the lightsaber, grabs her lightsaber, and then pulls his lightsaber back to him, lighting it at midair. So he has both lightsabers. 
Like I, every time he grabs that lightsaber and pulls it back, I laugh because it, it it's is, is the most Anakin move. Yes, ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I did see someone on Twitter, and I, you know, hate to talk about Twitter, but I thought this was really, really smart. Oh, and okay. No, smart Twitter is good. Yeah, yeah. it um, unfortunately spoiled the episode for me because I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, I. So I was like I really was, bummed. I was playing I was super bummed. super speed um, online yeah. on Wednesday because I hadn't watched it, but people keep. I see Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was it was fun. I so I knew the flashback was coming, even though we we knew the flashback was coming. I actually didn't knew the flashback know. was coming. Yeah. Um, and then someone was like, "All of us at that one scene." In Obi Wan, is he gonna Dooku her? And I was like, yeah. "That's gr- that would have been something if he just like did the same beheading thing." She would but have that a been hard a time coming back from. Yes, correct, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that would have been a lot. Um, but dang, uh, it was just like he and I. I do think because we love Anakin, he's a dramatic bitch. Um, we know that he kept her alive to reveal the Grand Inquisitor. Like, we know that, right? Like, that's why she's still living. So he could be like, by the way, <laughs> it's been a lot the whole time. And I've just been messing with you. You were never the Grand Inquisitor because oh, I have him right here, which I yeah. called that she w- that so he good. was playing her yeah. the whole Excellent. time. Like, right, 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 right. We I, had talked about that. that yeah. I knew he was playing her. I did, obviously didn't realize that. He knew she was who she was. He knew right. that she knew that he was that um, something. Right. Do either of you? I don't. Maybe just me. I, I laugh at this image of the Grand Inquisitor watching, like like watching an older brother beat up a, a younger brother, like sitting there behind a behind a door watching this fight. Be like, ooh, uh, I don't. Something about that just cracks me up. Like, the yeah, it's just like he's been in the shadows just watching, like with popcorn. Yeah, like, oh, like wow, oh, that's that's gonna hurt. <laughs> this is rough. I actually expected about like I thirty percent expected him to look more like his uh, rebels, um, with the thinner face. Like yeah, him yeah, coming yeah. out, like the, them explaining why he looks uh, differently. He looks the way he does. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. It's, but I was kind of yeah. expecting that. Uh but what a what a scene. What a and yeah, it's funny. I just said like, oh, Obi Wan's never sidelined or anything, and it's like this this scene has nothing to do with him, but also but everything to all do with the, him. Yeah, it's, you know, um, it's it's just such a brilliant, brilliant. Like I. Mm, Obviously, Vader is like one of the most iconic villains ever. Like I thought you were going to say psychotic, ever. and I heard he iconic, is also so you kind of psychotic. He's psychotic. Um, <laughs> we love that. But I, there are just a few moments where it's like for me really effective. Like because I grew up knowing who Darth Vader was, so his impact was a little less. You know what I mean? Just for for me growing up, like it just didn't. I was like, yeah, that's the scary guy, and I moved on. Rogue One, that's when he scared the living hell out of me for the first time, and like this, like this show is. I'm like, oh, he's scary. <laughs> like he's actually terrifying. There's a third that someone was like Vader actually being terrifying, and it's this show, Rogue One, and one other bit, and I forgot what it is, but it just. Oh, rebels. And it's just like, mm. yeah, correct. Like he's actually 
horrendously terrifying in this show. And I mean, Ewan McGregor said it like when he was on set and he turned around and there's Vader. He was like, whoa, (laughs) he actually like got scared. That's awesome. Like, it's just cool to like have like as a horror fan, I don't get scared by a lot of stuff very often. Vader is now scaring me. And he like 10 years ago never did. Not once. So that's kind of cool. You know, that they're still able to do that. Yeah. He like they're still able to like keep leveling him up a little bit, even when you know, you know where he came from and where he's yeah. going, and even yeah. played on where he came from in this episode, yes. and still like still that makes him even more scary, knowing yeah. where he came I've, from. I've heard Fallen Order is gonna do me even worse, like <laughs> with this, like it's gonna just make him even scarier, and I was like, ooh. Well, that like makes me excited for for people in our age group they're giving vader like like you said nicole like a lot of us you know like we were so young or or not even born you know i was i was you know single digit still when empire so i mean empire strikes back and Violet luke we, we knew this stuff beforehand but have you guys this is a kind of a random connection here have you guys seen the tiktok video of a dog watching the, the new hope when vader first shows up Mm-hmm. And the dog gets freaked out and gets off mm-hmm. the couch. Like the dog's mm-hmm. sitting there watching it just entranced and Vader comes out of the smoke and the dog's like, oh, I'm out of here and runs. And that was what, runs, when yeah. people first saw Vader had that. And since then, Vader hasn't had that presence. We know him as this like emotionally stunted father who's tried to reconnect and maybe a little murderous, maybe a little mean, yeah. but you know, you have Tarkin who's truly, you know, psychotic and, and mean, just more refined about it. But these movies have made Vader scary or the movies and the scene stuff have made vader scary again we we saw the whole time we were watching him on a redemption arc and right now we're getting to see him in the pit of what was he being redeemed from oh good lord revenge of the sith oh good lord rogue one oh good lord kenova you know we're starting to really yeah. see how dark and how evil he was and we're getting to have that reaction that dog had watching the first mm-hmm. time be like oh oh here he comes I yeah. find it interesting, Nicole, that everything you mentioned that made Vader scary is between episodes three and four. Correct. Mm. Correct. Because I don't find him scary in A New Hope at all. I don't. Yeah. I I don't know why, but I just, I'm they like, yeah, he's of, formidable. He's formidable and powerful, is, but, but I'm not scared of him. But he, I don't they know also what that is. made him almost the lackey to Tarkin in A New Hope. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Correct. And even even in Empire, I was like, he's just using other other people. And I don't know if it's just, I don't know. I feel like, obviously, if I were to be there in real life, standing in front of that tall man, I'd be mortified, in, obviously. Uh, but it's just not, the moment it doesn't do the me, thing. Was it episode three or four, or chapter three or four of this series? The one where he's storming down the hallway? Mm, mm-hmm. That's where I was like, oh, no. Like, yeah, you know, he's rough. Yeah. And and I mean, he was I, as a kid. I mean, I'm 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 in my early 40s. So as a kid, I vaguely remember being a little bit freaked out when he joked force choke people. But mm. I, you know, I, I wonder what it would be like watching this as a kid now and seeing him storming in the hallway with that type of speed. Well, they well, they he did that in this episode. He was walking towards the his confrontation with Riva. Um, he's walking down the hall and he does the. um the move that everybody does when they come to the uh, sensor doors. The grocery store? Yeah. 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 I, I, I laughed. Yeah. I laughed. I'm like, he's at the grocery store. <laughs> Did you know that you, you and said that he does that once in a while? 
like <laughs> I would I would die seeing that I if I saw Ernest Kroger at like you, you know, Kroger. And, uh, also got in trouble for doing the lightsaber noises when he was on episode yeah. one. So I and Anakin got in trouble on episode two, doing that. Yeah, they just kept, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just kept doing because how do you not do lightsaber noises like? Zoom, 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 zoom. Ah, all right, so good. But I want to talk about Riva's Riva's quote unquote turn. Uh, yes, and I found I think. I, uh, partially, I found it weird that the the first time she interacts with Obi Wan through the door, she kind of like lays out her her hand, like I am, I'm really just using you to mm. basically. I want you to kill Vader. That's like what it seems to me is what she's doing is she's mm. bringing Obi Wan to Vader so that Obi Wan can kill Vader. And Obi Wan's like, Haha, I'm bringing Vader to you, so yeah, this is not going to end well for you. I don't see that, but uh, right. Well, and he provoked her to that reaction. You know, he he's sitting there talking. He's like, "That's how you do." That's and she's freaking out, like, "Shut the hell up!" You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he provoked her into that. And I think it's because he knows Anakin so well that I think he understands her. Because, again, they are very similar. Mm-hmm. Anakin and Reva are very, very similar. So if if Obi-Wan knows how to get to Anakin, Obi-Wan knows how to get to Reva. And I think he figures that out, and that's how he gets like her plan out of her. Because he knows he's used to dealing with someone like this. The same personality type. The Jedi gone dark, you know? Like, he, he knows how to play on that kind of fear and anger and thirst for revenge so that's how he kind of gets Riva's entire plan out of her very easily well <laughs> like, I, I found it interesting when you said that um, Riva is very much like Anakin and mm-hmm. when um when you look at her outfit her outfit oh yeah looks like a Disney bounded Vader like it's yes, like 100%. like I'm like like you look at and she even has the the red lights on her um her mm-hmm. waist uh, just off to the side. And I'm like, she looks like she's imitating Vader, which is yeah. interesting when you think of where she's coming at, that she desperately wants Vader dead, but she knows she can't do it. She also has the worst timing on the freaking planet. Um, oh, she's bad at timing. Yeah. She like, she's like, well, now is my chance to take Vader down when he's clearly just standing there, not doing anything else. Like, no. And then she announces herself. I'm like, girl. Ten seconds you, earlier would sweetie, have been a better timing. <laughs> you were so close. And then she just like amps herself up and like announces that she's there. And I'm like, you needed to be so much stealthier than that and you know it she knows it i know it like she knows she's goofed but like and she but she has to double down i was so upset i was so upset (laughs) i was like keep your mouth shut for three seconds and you had a shot and but of course she didn't because he knew she was there the whole time but i was i still like that's one of my like human pet peeves like i fully understand that as a human you you're gonna announce yourself like you're gonna like there's so much built up just like adrenaline that like you're gonna give yourself she away. has 10 years of hate that she's letting out you know <laughs> yeah so but it just drives me nuts because that's like a th- trope that's a trope in like everything is like you were this close to actually being stealthy and you're not you just goofed it like so one thing I've seen that made me frustrated is I've seen a couple people say, why didn't she just cut through the door beforehand? I was like, you guys do realize that Ewa 
to put a major dent. Like that eWeb loosened it quite a bit because I saw a few people. I even read a review from a Star Wars site saying it was so dumb. She could have just cut through the door. Why'd they have have shooting it? I'm like, uh, did you not see it glowing and like disintegrating? Yeah, <laughs> as yeah. The, as that eWeb thing was, that's just a, a some people were criticizing that. I got, I got grumpy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It just again, basic media literacy. Like mm. the thing is taking you on the journey. Just go, like take it in. Everything means something, whatever. Um, but yeah, it, just like there are so many. I feel like there's no way to talk about all of the like phenomenal scenes we got in this episode without talking about it for three hours. Like, yeah. it's just so good. It's so good. It's so well acted. Like, everyone's knocking it out of the park. We haven't even talked about the work Ewan's been doing on this episode. Like, he emotionally killing it. Like, the way he cares so deeply for Leia and, like, is immediately, like, where's she at? Like, where is she? Like, what's going on here? Mm. Like, he's just doing great work. They all are. I, I'm happy we talked about Moses because that's really, you know, she's I, carrying it. She she's is. And, it. like, the way... You remember how I mentioned that her voice felt modulated? It felt something weird. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did not feel that way, actually. So I mm. think they may have modulated her voice when she was in full dark side mode. But when she's in vulnerable state here, where mm. she's actually, ta- like, literally, like, laying out, like, stop bringing up my past. You, um, yeah. Uh, a-hole. Uh, Dick waffle. Yeah. <laughs> like, um... Like it, it stops being modulated, and she she drops her tones like so much. It, she's kind mm-hmm. of whispering to him, like, like oh, it's it's really beautiful to see. Like, mm-hmm. especially they're not even in the same room, and they're having conversation through the door. And he's like, like, wait a second, you remember that plot point a couple episodes back um, that everybody else remembers, but didn't, nobody could make sense of, and people were complaining because the internet. Um, about how you knew Anakin's name. That doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't have known Anakin's name. Oh, wait. You were in that flashback at the beginning of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which we called. Yeah. yeah. So just, that's If that how... wasn't on your bingo card, um, <laughs> you know, also, uh, it's just great. One thing, Nicole, you said about like Obi-Wan, the way he is with Leia. I loved that moment where... You know, she wanted to climb, but she says, I'll need a ladder. And they tried to say no. And he said, no, listen no, to what it's, she says. O'Shea yeah. Jackson said no, which I, I really don't remember his name. Um, Like Roke. Roken. Roken. Hang Roken. on. Yeah. I had it. Roku? Roken. Yes. it's. I believe that's exactly right, but I'm just double. Ch- Roken. Yes. Yeah. R-O-K-E-N. Roken. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's the one because he was also the one that's like, yeah, we can't go get her. <laughs> okay we'll go get her <laughs> yeah right no she's not getting a ladder okay i'll get her a ladder <laughs> obi-wan says oh you you will so i'll get you a ladder i mean that yeah, was a big that was a big one i mean he's showing and he's giving her trust because that was putting herself in danger but yeah. you know he he he's that that bond between them he's showing like i trust you you know he's and and he knows who she is she doesn't understand her lineage but he does you know, but he's, he trusts her to do this. You know, I mean, he, she was before he was like, you know, nope, just listen to me, stay back, you know. And she's doing the typical kid thing, asking a million questions. But now he's actually putting some trust in her as someone with some agency. It's like, yes, I trust you to be able to do this. So I, I, I like yeah. that a lot. I need him to come I, back in Andor. 
Ooh, that'd be great. Yeah. I think he'd be great in Andor. Oh, yeah. Um, but to just kind of get us to a wrapping up place, um, I did not think we were going to see our boy Bail Organa, you know, leave his wife for Owen Lars. But, you know, that's an int- that's interesting that he's just like, I'm a dip because like Owen's going to need help with the boy. And I was like, okay, that's a choice, Bail. Also, <laughs> you have successfully in the future at least organized a galactic rebellion and here you're dropping your biggest hopes and dreams on an unsecured (laughs) um communication you dropped tatooine you dropped owen like yeah like there's a couple people that out there you don't want this if vader yeah owen on tatooine Vader sitting there, Owen on Tatooine. Who could yeah. that be? And yeah. we know <laughs> Reva knows who he is because yes. of their confrontation it's, in episode one. Uh, so we know that he back. knows that she knows that she, and she knows that he's hiding a Jedi of some kind. Like she suspected that. Goofed. Absolutely goofed. Bail Organa is a very smart man. I love Bail Organa. I'd go to war for Bail Organa, no problem. I would join that rebellion in two seconds because I believe in that man. This was a goof. This was a goof beyond goof. Like, he, you know better. You know better. Bail? Like, what the heck? But I also, as you know, story. His emotions, his emotions are so messed up probably at this point the kid that he's had for 10 years is who knows where gone and he doesn't know he's you know i get it i get that he is primed to make a mistake like that right now it's believable it's still like come on bail like you know it's buddy buddy like and i don't know that owen would have you so it's like one of those times that you want to send a text message, but then you're like, no, that's dumb. But as time goes mm. on, you're like, I, I, should I? I no, gotta I, send I, the I, text I gotta, message. I gotta, I no, gotta, that, that, that's dumb. No. And then you send it, and immediately after you send it, you go, oh my God, why did I do that? Yeah. Like, can I unsend, which apparently is a thing now, but like, can I unsend the email, please? Like, can I recall it now? And then, of course, of course, Reva sees it. Like, of course, Reva sees it. Oh, that's she why sees, she's still living. She sees. Parts of the damaged recording. She sees Enough. Tatooine, Owen. Owen. I'm like, <laughs> you see the two words that are the most damning. It's like, uh, well, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> like, that's just a big shame all around. And I just, I'm interest, interested to see how the secret gets kept with this. Like, we know it will be mm-hmm. because. But I'm interested to see if she dies before she can tell anyone. If, like, maybe Obi-Wan is forced to kill her. That's my prediction. Is she reveals that she knows to him before anybody else. Like, she goes to Tatooine. Obi-Wan beats her there. Something. There's a confrontation there on Tatooine that Luke obviously is not involved in. Leia is obviously not involved in because they can't know each other. And Obi-Wan is forced to kill Reva because she knows this thing. And I wonder if that's like another breaking point for him. Because obviously he's not going to have a happy ending. No. 
that's not this kind of show. We, so we, I, I, that's my little baby prediction. Yeah, we, maybe that's what they do. I don't know. We also know he's delayed at this point. Um, right. From like his intent was to drop off Leia. He is delayed because the hyperdrive is out, and that's the last yes. we see of him. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see who gets where because Riva, um, she's uh, got like a cold or something. I don't know. She's de- she's uh, mm-hmm. she, yeah. she's she's mildly inconvenienced. Mild- <laughs> mildly yeah. inconvenienced. That's what I'm gonna put on my uh, my outages for work. Why weren't you in? I was mildly inconvenienced. <laughs> we also have to see how Owen accepts that toy because that toy shows oh, yeah. up in a new hope. So. Yeah, eventually we we need that little little baby string tied little up. Little Starfighter yeah. toy. Yes. Same one Luke was playing with in New Hope. Yep. I feel like that string never needs to be tied up and I won't care. <laughs> I, I would like it to. I well, it would be a nice little bow on top of the present. Yeah. Because we know it gets to him eventually. I would like that. I would like that to kind of come full circle. It doesn't have to, but Obi Wan throws be it down it on the ground. I made you something, yeah. kid. Here you go, well, kid. Okay, and here's the thing. The the reason I mean, yes, it seems like a pedantic detail, but for me it would be where does Owen finally accept some part of Obi-Wan being in Luke's life from a distance. Yeah. You mean the guy who died many years ago? <laughs> well, okay, oh, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because old Ben is around. Yeah. Obi-Wan died sometime around the same time as your father. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but Ben is a different guy, so. We all know that. Anyway. All right. Interested to see how they wrap it up. It's going to be good. I have no doubt at this point. They've. They haven't disappointed me yet, so it would be a real, real misstep. Yeah, it would be and a I real whiplash. Yeah. You know, I, b- I believe in everyone involved. I believe in the fact that they took this show and completely rewrote it at one point. Mm-hmm. I'm happy they did that because this is great. So, um, I th- I, yeah, I'm excited. I like that you and I think it, they rewrote it even before Deborah Chow was on the show. Like, Correct. Uh, as a, mm-hmm. And you and took ownership of the character like he yes. is the one as far as i'm aware that said the script was a no and needs to get yes. fixed <laughs> correct you're i think you're exactly right is he does he have a producer credit he's he executive might. Pu- producer on the yeah, show yes. also that's what i thought i don't care what you know um they say you know the, the star wars team says hollywood reporter is never wrong i think one of the original things that they were they were going to try to shoehorn darth maul into this I think that's I would, one of the things that I wouldn't cut. be surprised. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they thought about it and then were like, that doesn't need to happen because of Rebels. And, you know, I was of the opinion that I would like to see him in the show. And then I saw the Rebels episode and I was like, never mind. Yeah. That's that doesn't need to be touched. That's that's perfect. And I am sure that that was part of the decision to leave him out. Um, but no, I wouldn't I would not be shocked if they thought about it or like we're in even if he was in I, the original script i'll go for yeah I, I think he was a big part of the reason they rewrote that's my I, consp- i'm sure that's my conspiracy theory right there that's my <laughs> i think you're right i think you're probably right i think that they thought that was a good idea and then someone was like wait a second wait a minute like we already have this perfect arc over here no you know well you just needed someone to look at because basically the probably what they're going is like based on the dialogue in a new hope we can't do this we can't have obi-wan and vader confrontate and then somebody right. kind of re-read the lines and went 
actually, no, there's, there's, yeah. there's wiggle room in this. And that's, someone also said this online. I was like, this is great, and I'm going to steal it. I'm sorry. Um, and I've said, I've been saying, like, unfortunately, being on dating apps and having Star Wars anywhere in my profile, all I get, all I get is, oh my god, like, isn't Obi-Wan garbage? Da, 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 da. That's all I'm getting right now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Wait, not. swipe and, like, left? I've gotten or I think, so many. No? I don't know. Like, it just, I would match with someone, and this is their opening. And it's like, oh. I, I think Obi-Wan's breaking canon is an opening line I'm getting a lot. Oh. And I'm like, it's not, and here's why. And then I write a paragraph and unmatch them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, just copy and paste. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Stop where you got to put it. You got to put it in notes so you yeah, can copy paste. Yes. And then, yeah. But my my go to response is: you realize he never finishes the line. I sense a presence I haven't felt since, and that opened the entire door. And once you did that, and it's like Vader being dramatic, being a dramatic bitch, as I've called him many times. Because he's like that, we get this show. Because he won't finish his sentence in that moment, he's like, I'm going to walk away and throw my cape. Like, because he does that, we get this show. You just picture Tarkin. Since that. when? Since when? Since finish when? the sentence. Vintage finish oh. that sentence. But and, because and you know, he doesn't, we get this show. So it's great. Yeah, and, and people try to get mad about, like, Leia. They're like, well, how would they have known? And... I don't. I'm like, do you guys remember that they never came in contact on the Death Star once? That yeah. and when and when Luke, so she reaches out to Obi Wan Kenobi. Which how okay. would she know his name? Like people she, don't right. think. Well, yeah, that's, dad. That's, 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 from yeah. dad. But, but I'm this, saying, this like, adds weight to that. And then when Luke says, "I'm here with Ben Kenobi," she a a knows who that is and b gets very excited she, she's yeah. like ben kenobi like that's, she's amped that's the part if um you listen it's, to these episodes i hmm. uh in the intro to this show i end with ben kenobi and like she yeah. gets so excited and that's why i'm she's like so excited also it adds so much weight to those moments yeah. it, well, and, which and is it, unintentional and retcon well it's probably intentional but it's retconning but I love it. I love yeah. that it fits. And when they say, well, she didn't mention, why wouldn't you mention? It's like, you guys do realize that the time she sent the help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, the Galactic Senate still existed. It was still a diplomatic conflict, not a narrative conflict. I mean, it was a narrative conflict. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, there was still mm-hmm. all this politics involved. And, of course, she's sending a transmission that she knows could be intercepted, seen by anybody. And it's a very, you know, you've served my father of the Clone Wars. You're trying, you know, she's not going to yeah, say. that's public record. Yeah, she's not going to sit there and say, you went on a secret mission and you're a Jedi who did, you know, as when you were a Jedi and saved me from the, you know, the Emperor's Enforcer. She's not going to say that. Yeah, they know. Yeah. Like, they know. Like, both parties in this conversation know that that's there. She's using what we call in the business discretion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I will, I will like, quote Nicole, media literacy. Yay! <laughs> yeah, this, so this show <laughs> has actually, like, this show has also fixed the problem I've had with the sequel trilogy since day one of the sequel trilogy. Ooh. Go the on. The fact that Han and Leia named their son Ben. Made no sense. Leia, in uh, up until this point, Leia had never met Ben. Han knew Ben for literally two two hours, if (laughs) that, and he made fun of him in the middle of it. Why are you naming your son Ben? Now you have makes sense. You named your son after the guy who rescued you 
from kidnappers twice, twice, yeah. like risked his life to save you. Now you had fixed that problem that I've always had because it didn't make sense yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's yes, like in previous canon, Ben was the one who kind of Obi-Wan is the one who sent everyone on this mission where without it a we wouldn't have been successful against the empire han and leia never would have met you have all these like reasons but they're not reasons they're not really enough yeah like to name your child anybody who is a parent knows that the name of your child is an important thing like anybody who's a person like your name is an important thing where did your name come from like it could be just something but in star wars you it's it, you you need to have a reason when you name it after yeah. somebody else, right? Like my wife yeah, shot it's, down. It definitely helps. My wife, when we were wondering who our baby was a girl, my wife shot down Eleanor Ripley, Mafliotis, and I was like, "Why, please?" She, but you know, it's a boy, so now I have to figure something else out. But you know, <laughs> but yeah, no, but you're right. I mean, names important. Who you're going to name your child? It's got to have some sort of resonance to you. And yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. That's you know, makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah. All right. Very good. Excited to see what episode part six brings. Very bold. Very bold. Very bold. Part six. We don't know for sure. <laughs> don't, just, just, hesitating on that. It's a, a conjecture at watch this them, point. Watch them surprise us all and name it something. <laughs> watch them just ruin the bit. <laughs> be so I, I'd be so down if they tried to ruin the bit. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anybody else? Anything else? Now let's wrap it. We've oh, talked about this up. episode like twice the length of the episode. For real. <laughs> All right. A lot happened. A lot happened. All right. You can reach us through email, talkingtauntauns at aiptcomics.com. You can find us on Twitter at talkingtauntauns. You can join us on Discord through our Patreon from aiptcomics.com. You can leave us a five-star review through all of your social media or podcast platforms if that you would so choose. That would super help us a lot. You could leave us a review. I love reviews. If it's a good review, I'll even read it on the air. If it's not a good review, I'll probably seethe about it later in my room. Um, <laughs> yeah, if it's a bad review, please just keep it to yourself. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, and again, if you're leaving a bad review, why are you even listening to us? But Why are you here? Yeah. Why would you get this far? But if you love hate, us, hate listening, hate listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a thing, I think, actually. I guess it is. Yeah. Um, so with that, we will see you next week with the finale of Obi-Wan titled Part 6. Mm-hmm.